0: Earth, nothing, nothing new on earth. It it may it may look like it's new, but when you get down to the base of it, it's the same thing that happened a thousand years ago, fifteen hundred years ago, two thousand
1: years ago. You're now in tune to the Heaven Bound Broadcast with Pastor Richard D. Dobbs of Overcomers Christian Center in Villarica, Georgia. Now prepare to be empowered and equipped with the rich word of God.
0: Uh, we want to consider one verse in chapter 10, the book of Zechariah, chapter 10, and we want to consider. One verse. How many love the word? Zechariah 10. And, and uh, if you don't visit Zechariah much, just avail yourself to the table of contents. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with it. Even scholars have to go there. Don't you, scholars? <laughs> but consider Zechariah chapter 10 and verse 2. If you're there, say "Preacher, I'm, I'm there. Ready? For the idols speak delusion. The diviners envision lies and tell false dreams they comfort in vain therefore the people win their way like sheep they are in trouble Because there is no shepherd. They are in trouble because there is no shepherd. My subject tonight trouble sheep. Troubled sheep, and we gonna give our God a big hand of praise before we go further. In a nutshell, the verse reveals the danger of listening to the wrong voices or listening to too many voices. Sometimes you can listen to good preachers, legitimate preachers, but depending on your level of maturity, it can actually cause you to start following somebody you only know on te- by looking at them on television or on the Internet. You can start following that particular person more than you follow your pastor. Good preacher, legitimate preacher. But you listen to him or her more than your your shepherd. Nothing wrong with listening to others. But if you can't listen without forming a wrong connection, you shouldn't listen. Paul had to tell one church, he he says, though you have many instructors, you only have one father, one shepherd. And you always have, have to remember and identify your shepherd privately and publicly always let folks know you're connected to someone even let the devil know you're connected or demons know you're connected to someone the text is specifically about listening to two pseudo-gods and when i say god i'm talking very small case g but even false gods can mess you up can say certain things that that will cause your mind to drift from the truth and start grasping something that as country folks say, that will mess you slap up. Turn you every which way but loose. And, and so it's, it's important to consider what the prophet Zechariah revealed when it came to these two false gods. And in doing so, we also have to keep in mind what, what Paul said in reference to things that were, were written before our time. Paul talked about how things in reference to the Old Testament were written in order for the children of God to learn to know what to do and what not to do, or being more specific, to know what to think, not to think, what to say, not to say, and what to do and not to do. We have to learn from the Scripture. But we have to take it further than the scripture. We also have to learn from things that are going on around us. Because we never want to get caught up to the point to where we find ourselves out of the will of God. Or we find ourselves not being in the place that God has ordained for us to be in. For we know the best place and the safest place to be is in his will. And when it comes to a church, the will of God is going to be spoken, taught, preached through your shepherd. We understand, according to 1 Corinthians 11 and 1, that, that saints of God, leaders, and laity are to follow. Their shepherd, as their shepherd follows Jesus. Amen? Amen. So let's consider the text. Let, let's just consider what he says here. He first talks about the idols, how, how they speak. Notice, delusion. One definition of delusion is when somebody speaks something false. False. But it's believable. And because it's believable, some that hear it start adhering to it. You've been there, something sounded so good that was false. And you believed it to the point to where you started investing in it. And it took certain things happening before you finally realized you done been duped. You finally realized that, look, man, I done invested in something that I thought was going to make me such and such. But, Lord, I just done lost a whole lot of money. If you done been there, just put that hand up. And see, that's what Zechariah revealed in reference to idols. These false gods were speaking delusion. Speaking something that, that sounds right, but it's wrong. You, you know, a professional can be an idol. Somebody who you pay to see can be an idol. Now now based upon the definition I'm giving you, if if it's someone that tells you something that sounds believable, sounds true, and you adhere to it, but then you find out what they said messed you up, according to the text, that's an idol. You don't listen to the wrong voice. You don't believe something you had no business believing. There are folks that were doing all right in reference to their help. They felt wonderful until they went to see somebody in a white coat. that had spent years in medical school. And they told them a particular thing, and based upon what they told them, they allowed that thing to get in their mind. And then their health just started to go down, down here. Some of us have family members like that. Is that to say that we should distrust doctors? No, we, we shouldn't distrust doctors. We, we just need to make sure that, that we understand that we need to acknowledge God in all our ways and then allow Him to direct our path. Because I'm going to tell you something I believe there are saved doctors. <laughs> Now, hold on now. But I also believe there are doctors that are demonic. I believe there are preachers that are, say, Christian. But I also believe there are demonic preachers. I believe there are great teachers. But I also believe there are demonic teachers. What I'm I'm trying to get you to understand is that wherever you have something that's real, you're going to also have something or somebody that's false. The only one you, you can truly trust or trust entirely is God. You have to be able to trust God. That's the reason Solomon said in in Proverbs 3 and 5, Trust them with all your heart and lean not unto your own understanding. Or just because you are smart, you are intelligent, does not mean you know everything. So don't lean to your own understanding even though you're very smart. In all your what? Ways. Way. Acknowledge who? And he'll direct your. Yes. It's dangerous to listen to the wrong voice that will cause you to believe something false because it sounds right. It sounds right. But he didn't stop there, he talked about diviners and how they envision lies. Notice, they they envision lies, false dreams and comfort in vain. Modern day Diviners, are palm readers. Fortune tellers. I don't even know if they, they still have tarot readers. You know the ones with the little cards? They probably do. But then we, we have to consider what we got on, on the television. Folk advertising. About the latest psychic. And then you got testimonials about. How great the latest psychic is. You hear me? Solomon said there is nothing new. On earth. Nothing. Nothing new on earth. It, it, may, it may look like it's new. But when you get down to the base of it, it's the same thing that happened 1,000 years ago, 1,500 years ago, 2,000 years ago. There is nothing new under the sun or on earth, nothing. So you have to be careful. Because, as I stated earlier, it's dangerous when you start listening to, to voices that God never ordained for you to listen to. Whether it's one that we have in the, in the text, or whether it's somebody that I invited you to their church, Or invited you to hear this particular speaker somewhere. It's dangerous. You have to be led by the Holy Spirit. If you're not led by the Holy Spirit, you, you'll think you're doing right and end up hearing something. And before you know it, you done mess yourself up. I've had folks that were members of the church that are no longer there simply because they were invited somewhere or heard something on TV, was curious about an email that that they received, And now, the very one that saved them and, and, and had witnesses that knew God had saved them filled them with the Holy Spirit. Now they have blasphemed. Get hold on, the Holy Spirit. And do you understand that once a person blasphemes the Holy Spirit, there is no room for repentance? Jesus said, you will be forgiven for all manner of sin. Saving the blaspheming of the Holy Spirit. I asked a person, I said, well, so you did, you you're saying that what you had wasn't, wasn't right, it wasn't real, the Holy Spirit, so what was that? Well, according to the teaching, so, so, so you don't believe in the Holy Spirit, you don't believe... I said, but there were witnesses that saw what God was doing in your life. Now see, this is a dangerous thing right here. When a person starts, when a person starts blaspheming, according to the book of uh 2 Thessalonians, the second chapter, God himself would turn them over to strong delusion. Where they will start believing, get this. A lie instead of the truth. What happened to the angels that that listened to Satan? They started blaspheming. A third of the stars is what the scripture calls fallen angels. What happened to Judas? Started listening to the wrong voice. And sometimes, like it or not, the wrong voice can be your spouse. What happened to Sapphira? She listened to the wrong voice. Peter was real. Peter was was, was real. Uh, plain to her. Her husband had already died. They were on their way to bury him. And so Peter said, "Look, God, tell me this: uh, such, 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 such." And she said before a prophet of God, but she still held on to that. To the lie. That her husband convinced her to do, she still held on to it. And and, and, and uh, some people would consider Peter harsh, but Peter just said to her, "I said, look, same one that just took out your husband, you know, he he did for lying. They gonna take you out too." And she failed. Because they had basically blasphemed the Holy Spirit. On occasion, writers would tell them, you, you, have not, you have not lied to man. You have lied to the Holy Spirit. And so you can't allow yourself to get caught up and listen to the wrong voice. Of voices. You can't be to the point to where you you're ju- you're just have an ear to just want to hear something. And so consider what happened to the ones that, that listened to the wrong voices according to the text. Let's consider it again. Therefore, the latter part of verse 2, therefore, the people win their way like sheep. Zechariah 10 and 2. That latter part. They win their way like sheep. When you win, you wander aimlessly wealth a false purpose you meander saying that you're looking for something but what you're looking for is out of the will of God and I'm talking specifically to saints you can never be to the point to where you feel like you have to do what you have to do and not submit to the will of God you can never get to the point to where you think that you're so mature so knowledgeable to where you don't have to submit to his way, to his will, to his season, to what he has ordained to be. And so they start to wing. They just start to wander. Just just keep going. Just keep just going places. Church hoppers is what we call them in our day and time they just pastor I gotta go what's going on God lead me somewhere well he did and, and and God we'll lead you different places but God gonna always bear witness God is never going to do something that's confusing because according to first Corinthians 14 and thirty three he is not the author of confusion and Paul specifically was talking to The church. He's not going to do something that's going to be confusing. It's going to be something that's going to be clear. It's going to be plain. And more so than anything, it's going to be according to what is written and what he has revealed to his prophet. Amos 3 and 7 says, Surely the Lord God will do nothing unless he reveal his secret unto his servants, the prophet. And once you find yourself connected to the person that God has ordained for you to be connected to. That's your prophet. That's the one you submit to. And and, and you do according to God's will by following that person. Y'all staying with me? The antithesis of when. Is to stay put. That's antithesis, to stay put. And, and see, God can only do certain things for you that you need if you just stay put. If you're meandering, he can't do it. In in the book of Acts, the 27th chapter, Paul was aboard a ship and and the ship had got into troubled waters. And so a whole lot of chaotic stuff began to take place. But then the Holy Holy Spirit dropped in Paul to talk to the centurion of the captain of the ship. And, And this is what he told him. He said, look, he said, except these men stay, they will not be saved. They can't win. They can't mend. They can't try to do what they feel they need. If they don't stay, they will not experience deliverance." I I think I need to read that for y'all. I probably do. Let's go to Acts 27 real quick. I know I'm quoting a lot. But I want to read this. Acts 27 and 31. Paul said to the centurion, this was the leader, and the soldiers, unless these men stay in the ship You cannot be what? Ain't no salvation going to take place. They're going to have to stay put if they're going to receive salvation. What was he doing? He was speaking not just as an apostle, but a prophet. Letting them know it's time to stay. It ain't no time to be doing this, that, and the other. It's time to stay. And when, you, and when you tell folks that they need to stay or need to do certain things uh, in our day and time some folk and we may have a few tonight <laughs> will get mad I said some folk will get mad I respect you pastor but I know what God is telling me but see The verse lets us know that if you win, you're acting like somebody that does not, that's in trouble because you don't have a shepherd. Where you going? I don't know yet. God, he just telling me it's time to go. He ain't telling me. Notice this. Notice again. Go back to Zechariah 10. You done seen Acts. Let's go back to the primary text. Latter part of Zechariah 10 and 2. Therefore the, pe- therefore, the people win their way like sheep. They are in trouble. The root meaning of trouble is confused. And I just talked about how 1 Corinthians 14 33 says God is not the author of confusion, but of peace. Peace. Whether in the Old Testament or the New Testament, Whether we're talking about Shalom or whether we're talking about A-Rain, peace represents prosperity. God is the author of prosperity. God is going to make sure you be productive in every aspect of your life. But you can't meander. You can't wander aimlessly and and be productive in life. You're going to hit and miss you're going to especially miss. Why? Because you're out of the will of God. I hope you're seeing tonight that, that the text is showing us the blessing of having a shepherd. You, you, you have to see the blessing of having a shepherd because notice how he closes this. He says... They are in trouble because there is no shepherd. Why is she so hard headed? Just doing this, that, and the other. She in trouble. She confused, even though she'll tell you she's not. Because. She has no shepherd. And you know, some folk have play shepherds. Oh, they call them pastor, but, but but when you really acknowledge your man or woman of God as a shepherd, you're following him or her. According to 1 Corinthians 11 and 1, You're you're, you're, you're carefully watching to make sure that they are in, in the word. That they're living what they teach and preach. And you're taking steps. You never want to be a sheep without a shepherd. Some of us got so-called friends. that don't have shepherds. And the stuff that they say, you'd be like, good God. They go to every conference it is. Don't let no tent meeting come to town. They're going to be right there at the tent meeting with their Bible tamarind. Ready to hear. Bible study going on, but they had the tent revival, And they ain't told nobody nothing. Just meandering. You got to always act like you got a shepherd. And don't be ashamed to tell folks you got a shepherd. And especially tell them, And he led by the Holy Spirit. Because a legitimate shepherd is led by the Holy Ghost. You can't even be a son of God, true son of God, according to Scripture, without the Spirit of God. For many as are led by the Spirit of God. These are. But, but see, this, this is what I really want to deal with for a few minutes and then I'm, I'm going to be done. I got one more scripture I'm going to show you, but I got to deal with something and then I'm going to be done. We don't need to sit in the church. But not be connected the way we should to our shepherd. You got to be connected to your shepherd. And I'm going to tell you something. If you're not connected to your shepherd, eventually what's going on here in Zechariah 10 and 2 will start manifesting in your life. You will get, you will get in some trouble and the first thing you will do is, is search the internet. Look on television. I'm just trying to find the Word. I listened to so-and-so the other night, and he gave me something, but I'm looking for some. I'm just in the Word. Yeah, but you, you, you ain't in the Word the way you need to be in the Word. You need to be in the Word according to the Scripture. Again, nothing wrong with listening to others, but you have to be to the point to where you never allow what you hear from somebody else to break the connection you have with your shepherd. That never needs to happen. You need need to be so connected to your shepherd to where you're comfortable with asking him about this, that, and the other in order for you to be on the right path. I want to show you one, one passage that echoes what I have been saying. Let's go to Numbers, the book of Numbers. I think I want to go to Numbers 27. Let's just consider, let's just consider what Moses said to the Lord. Y'all all right? How many are enjoying the teaching? Yeah. This type of teaching can make you mad if, you, if you're not where you need to be. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But well, see, this is healthy teaching. Yeah, because see, we never want to get to the point where we think more of ourselves than we, than we should. You know, talking crazy stuff. He, well... He put on his pants the same way I put on my pants. <laughs> who didn't know that? Who, did, who didn't know that? I mean, Lord, that the pants are designed to go on one leg at a time. Who, who, did, who didn't know that? I mean, God, who didn't know that? God speak to me too. Uh, who didn't know that? We know God speak to you. And he should. If you were one of his children, he wouldn't be right not to speak to you. He's going to speak to his children. He's going to talk to his children. But God speaks only certain things to you. He does not speak things to you that he has reserved for the ills of your ship. He's not going to do that. That's the reason, again, when I quoted a while ago, Amos 3 and 7, surely the Lord God will do nothing unless he reveal his secrets to who? His servants, the prophet. He may even use you to bear witness about something that your pastor is saying. But when it comes to the secrets of God, it's reserved for your shepherd, your prophet. I went to see the prophet the other night. He was prophesied to Yeah, you went to see the prophet, but your real prophet is your pastor. Yeah. And if the prophet you went to see is not bearing witness to what your pastor has been telling you. It's a problem. God not going to go against his his word. You're not going to be a sheep at OCC and God going to tell you something in contrast to what he would have you do that your shepherd done been telling you. Unless your shepherd false. And we know Pastor Richard. What's that middle name? <laughs> Richard D. Doves is not, I'm gonna leave it at D. He's not false. He's not perfect, but he's not false. Numbers 27. I'm closing with this. Thank you for your patience. Numbers 27. We'll start at verse 15. Then Moses spoke to the Lord. Saying. Let the Lord. The God. Of the spirits of all. Flesh. Set a man. Over congregation and notice the three things that that Moses knew needed to happen in reference to who the Lord set over the congregation who may go out before them go in before them who may lead them out well, four things. And bring them in. Notice why. That the congregation of the Lord may not be like sheep. Which have no shepherd. It's a good thing when folks say, You know what you just like your past. It's not a good thing when folks say, Man, you showed sure on that like your past <laughs> but notice what he said he, he said, set someone before them That's, and notice what The shepherd is gonna do, gonna go before the sheep. Gonna go, always going before when they go out and then when they return up front, bringing them back, back to the house. Always before. Never time to wear the sheep, are beside. Sheep are in front. You don't see that in you don't see that in the text. But but now understand this, because see when when teaching like this is taking place. Folk always start to think about jackleg shepherds. Moses, Moses specifically asked who? The Lord. He wanted to make sure the shepherd wasn't going to be pseudo, jack leg, or something else. He wanted to make sure that, that, that God put his seal of approval on the one that would be set over the congregation. We know, we know they are, they are, they are uh, shepherds that they, they, they are called that, but if the truth be told, they're just hirelings. That's all, that's all it's about. We need somebody that's going to preach every Sunday, and so, this is what we need, this is the list that we need you to do. And they just call them pastor. They ain't leading sheep nowhere. Their only vision is doing certain things in order to get that check. But real shepherds will do what they do and ain't getting no check. They'll go years doing what they're doing and won't get no check. Preach, Walker, you're talking about yourself and these other pastors over there that know, that, that'll be willing to do it even if they didn't get anything. That's the reason you appreciate somebody who who is in it not for the money, but is in it because God has ordained for them to do it. And that's the reason when, when you have events like this, you know that the servant is worthy of the pay. What we're going to give him tonight, he's worthy because what he is doing is straight bomb, Seeking God's face and, and coming up with a word for God's folk. Because we, we're in crazy times. You, you have, you have uh, at least six organizations right now. Pastors don't have the liberty to seek God for the message feed folk they can go anywhere in the country and if if the name of that church is such-and-such it don't matter where they go the message that's preached in California is gonna be preached in Georgia they get a booklet this is what you're gonna preach first Sunday in March This is what you're going to preach the fifth Sunday in April. And if you're not there and and you put somebody up, this is what they ought to preach, the fifth Sunday in April. That's not just one organization. That's numerous organizations. So, folk, no matter where they travel, they'll be able to hear the same message. Done cut the Holy Ghost completely out. See the Spirit of God, when it comes to, to legitimate pastors or shepherds, can have the person, can have the person seeking God for a message and God drop something in their spirit. But between God dropping in their spirit what, what to teach or to preach come that Sunday, God can turn around and tell him, said, listen. This is what I want you to do now. And you hold on that. Don't seem like that's right. Well, the same thing happened to Jude. Jude started to to write the saints in reference to the common salvation. But then all of a sudden, it changed. How did it change? The Holy Spirit led him. To encourage the saints to build up themselves on their most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. He went went completely different, but it wasn't his decision. It was the Holy Spirit's decision. God is in charge. And when it's a legitimate shepherd, it's going to always be God's will. And not his or her will. Going to be just like Jesus, the servant. Man. Not as I wish or will. Your will be done. You know, I would have loved to come in here tonight and just do a Jeremiah 315. But God said, no. You got to let them know how blessed they are. That they're not troubled sheep. Folk that just go from place to place to place. And are confused. But what want you to think they're deep. God ain't led me to be nowhere. Yeah, you ain't you ain't listened to it. You're not listening to him. A real shepherd is going to make sure that you go out and get what you need but he's also going to make sure when it's time to come back in you're right behind him. You're doing what you need to do. He's always going to make sure that look we got to have the mind of Christ. Let's go. Let's go. We got to have the mind of Christ. All right. You haven't been I'm working all week? Let's go back in. <laughs> Let me give you some more. You know what we got to have? The mind of Christ. bring you home to give you what you need then make sure when you go out be right there whatever your shepherd gives you 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 should you should put it in force in the church and outside the church in your house and outside
1: your house and I'm going to stop right there. We pray that you have been blessed and inspired by today's message. We'd love to hear from you. Please send your prayer requests and testimonies to our website at OCCVR.org. That's OCCVR.org. We would like to invite you to partner with us as we share the gospel all around the world. Just go to our website at OCCVR.org. Click on the Give button to give online or you can utilize text to give. Text "give" to the number seven seven zero six nine two 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 five. That's seven seven zero six nine two 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 five. Join us on our YouTube channel. Subscribe to our podcast and connect with us on social media. We also invite you to join us in a live service. We're located at three zero nine seven South Van Wert Road in Villarica, Georgia. Visit our website for more details at OCCVR.org. Until next time, remember, without a vision, the people perish. See you next time for more Heaven Bound with Pastor Richard D. Dobbs of Overcomers Christian Center in Villarica, Georgia.